The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by Amy Elaine Ministries, Inc. Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. And I'm your other host, Latan Roland Murphy. We have got another series today, another episode with Overcoming with Olivia. We are doing part three. This is the third time we've had her on the show, and we just love her, and it's we know you do so too. Awesome. Liv is a licensed counselor and a psychopath therapist, which is all one word, which she's got over 40 years of experience in soul care and real healing. And we are just going to continue to have her come in on a, you know, irregular basis, not <laughs> we don't know what it's going to be. But as she comes in, we know that she is going to help us to overcome in every area of our lives. And we know how important that is to each and every one of you, because we all have places in our lives where we need to experience victory. And today we are going to just jump in and talk about some things with Olivia. Olivia, we're so glad you're here. So say hello to our listeners. Hello, hello. I know I love the topic of soul wounds because I think every listener, Amy, can relate to having something in their lives that Mm -hmm. a trauma they've experienced in their lives. Mm -hmm. And so we all have soul wounds. Um, And today we just want to start the show out by asking Olivia if you know, this is a big question right here. I think I want to know because I've wondered this in my life and I've been a believer for many, many years. And I'm guessing that many of the listeners probably have wondered the same thing. If Jesus died for our sins, why do we have soul wounds, Olivia? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a very good question and a very, very important one. Um, when we receive Jesus as our Savior and we take our sins to the cross, and we receive the blood of Jesus covering those sins, it does several things. One, it cleanses us. It, it provides salvation for us. Also, there's some other things that we don't necessarily think about very often, and that is that um, Jesus is a healer. When he died on the cross, he died actually to restore everything that was lost in the garden. It's not just about salvation, and I think so often we get, we get, you know, say the magic words, and now we're saved, and that's, that's the end of it, and we have a relationship with God and that sort of thing. That is not the end of it. There is a reason that God put us here. And one of the things the Lord has said to me a few years ago was um, that we need to look beyond the obvious to the real, beyond the natural to the eternal, and and we get so locked into our lives and our lifestyle and our families and our work and all these kinds of things, and we lose the broader perspective that God has given us. And in looking at that broader perspective, when, when we receive what he did on the cross, that is not the end of it. 
because the things that we have to bring to the cross, the sins and the reactive sins, and I think I've used that term before, reactive sin is when things happen to us and generally about traumas. When the traumas take place, we have been abused, we have been hurt, we have something has happened to us that gives us difficulty. And we react to that. And so often people get let us get away with our anger or our resentment or our bitterness or our offenses or even even depression and anxiety and all of those other mental health issues that can come out of the reactive sin to the thing that happened to us. So we bring our sins to the cross, but we still have in our soul, our souls are where we relate. That is, that is the area of relationship that we have with God, we have with people. It, it's from our soul part because we are spirit, soul, and body. We are spirit beings, first of all. We live in a human body and we possess a soul. And when, when we look at what happens to our souls, when we have had traumas, when we have actually perpetrated sin ourselves, when um, other people have perpetrated sin on us, those are the things that we bring to the cross, but they also have had an impact on our soul. And by having an impact on our soul, it has left what the Lord told me back in 1999, and I didn't get it. And that was that those wounds in our soul are like little explosions. And the way I see it, the way I visualize it, and you can visualize it any way you want to, but I visualize it as kind of like Swiss cheese, but it's like explosions because they are wounds. They are not benign. They are raw. They are alive. They are active in our being, in the soul part of our being. And those things, even though we have confessed whatever we've needed to confess, the wounds are still in our soul. When we're born again, our soul does not get born again. Our soul it becomes a, it comes into a process of being healed, and that is a process of what, what is effectively sanctification. So, you what know, it, Olivia, mm-hmm. I, what I heard you saying is that there is more than just salvation Absolutely. when we come to the cross and when we come into relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I love that, that visual of the explosions in our soul, leaving Me the little too. holes like Swiss Me cheese. Too. Cause I can mm-hmm. completely see Me that. Too. How do we get to a place where we, we can fill those holes? I mean, we can't cause mm-hmm. we try to fill them with all the things that we get addicted mm-hmm. to, but mm-hmm. how do we get to a place where we can let God come in Mm-hmm. And 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 bind up those broken places and fill in those holes and the gaps that have been left mm-hmm. by the wounding mm-hmm. so that we don't lose sight of that bigger perspective right. that you were yeah. talking about. Well, the first thing is we have to recognize that we have soul wounds yeah. and everything in our lives that is out of order, everything in our lives that's painful, everything, every resentment we have, every bitterness, every, all of the things that are reactive in us, all of those things are indicators of what it is that needs to be addressed. And we frequently can't see it in ourselves. We have to have a way that we can see it. And one of the things that we're starting to do is set up uh, Zoom groups so that in the group we can begin to 
interact together and we can begin to identify things that we would not have identified before because it's in relationship, whether it's a parent-child, whether it's whether it's um, a marriage relationship, whether it's just friendships, there are things that show up that we don't like. There are things in us or in the other person. And regardless of which way it is, it's an indicator of something that God wants to heal. There, there's a verse in Romans 11.36, and in different uh, versions it says, it says it differently. But one of, one of the ways that it speaks of it, it says, For from him... And through him and to him are all things. Another one says everything comes from him, through him, and to him. So either way, it says the same thing. So the thing that, that I see, it's, it's kind of like a U-turn. It's kind of like a, the, the a giant letter U. He sends us our spirits down here to this planet. And in sending us down here... It's the through him part. He puts us through a process, that through him process. And that's the process where a lot of things happen. One of the things that happens there, we, we kind of get an idea that um, the enemy is an enemy of God. The adversary is God's enemy. It's not God's enemy. It's not his adversary. It's our adversary. And there is a purpose. And I don't know if the enemy really realizes this, but he is God's wooden spoon. So so t- we do want to hear more about God's wooden spoon. And before you share that, we just want to ask the question, why do we sin every day? Because we have an adversary. And that adversary takes, takes every opportunity to ferret out something within us that's not righteous, godly, uh, uh, obedient to the word. And obedience is a huge thing because that's where everybody started failing way back in the garden. The first thing God gave, God gave a, a thing to say. And when he, when he did, he said, obey this and do this and don't do that. And so obedience has come down through the, you know, down through the bloodlines of all the people that have that have been born. So it, everything starts with disobedience of some kind. And some the way. wooden spoon. Explain more. Okay, it it's like as a, as a mother, <laughs> and I think we are 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 all mothers. Um, there was a time in life when our kids were little that we would use a wooden spoon or, you know, whatever the corrective. I did. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> and whatever the, the corrective measure was that we used. And this is God's corrective measure. It's the wooden spoon, the adversary wooden spoon is, a, is what his job is, is to identify in us those things that are not appropriate those things that are not godly, those attitudes, those behaviors, the words that come out of our mouth that are not the things that are godly and the things that would be edifying to anybody hearing them. And so the enemy has a job. He can only do what we have given him the right to do because it's actually what God has given him the right to do. And that is he has the right to uh, to hurt us in some way if we are not obedient in a certain way because we are in this through him process that is a sanctification process in order to, as it says in, in Romans eleven thirty six, in order to go back to him. He wants to populate his kingdom with those of us who have understood and realized 
that he has a plan and a purpose. He is not capricious in the ways that he does things and the ways that he he creates things. It is absolutely purposed and planned. And when we look around and we look at the natural and we look at it from a from a very uh, uh, truncated experience, uh, when we look at it from the short term, from from the natural term, we we don't plug it into the tapestry that God has. Is well, the way I see it is a tapestry of the kingdom of God, and in that tapestry, there are all kinds of different colors and all kinds of different uh patterns and that kind of thing that is used to create this gigantic ta- tapestry. And I don't see any edges to it, it's like it's unending, it goes out, it's eternal, it goes out in every direction. But we have a plan and a purpose that God has given us individually in order to fulfill our piece of that broad tapestry. So so is it possible that we're not even aware how God e- is even using the enemy, Satan, to complete something good within us? Is that possible? Yes, that's possible. And I don't think he even knows what what it is. <laughs> I really don't because I think if I he knew thought. if he knew he wouldn't do it. Right. But he when he was tempting Jesus on the on the mountain, right. he didn't realize what he was doing. Wow. And I don't think he realizes that now. And this is this is how mm. I see it. It's it's the enemy is you is God is using the enemy in order to reveal what he what God wants revealed in us in order to fulfill the purpose in order for us to fulfill the purpose that we have in his overall plan. We've got to see not only our specific purpose, but we've got to see the bigger purpose that God has that we fit into. And if we don't realize that we have a purpose in God that will uh, help to produce and to, um, well, I guess produce the the end result that God has in mind, this beautiful tapestry that he is putting together. Mm, I love that. And, you know, as you've been talking and we were talking about Romans eleven thirty six, my mind went to Acts 17, 27, 28. And in uh, Acts 17, 28, it says in him, we live and move and have our being. But mm-hmm. just before that, mm-hmm. it says, yet he is actually not far from each one of us. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of how in the you know the very popular verse Jeremiah twenty nine eleven where it mm-hmm. says that you know God has a uh, he knows the plans for us and mm-hmm. he declares them over mm-hmm. us the plans for welfare and not for calamity to give us a future and a hope mm-hmm. and it keeps going on down there and it says if you will seek me with your whole heart mm-hmm. you will find me mm-hmm. and he is not so far from us and it feels like sometimes when we have those wounds mm-hmm. or when we you know get the the wooden spoon mm-hmm. kind of treatment that we are far from him but he is not far from us mm-hmm. and he wants he's made this process this through him process mm-hmm. i love what you mm-hmm. call that mm-hmm. the through him process he mm-hmm. has made that process to draw us near and that mm-hmm. is what christianity it's mm-hmm. what knowing jesus mm-hmm. is really all about mm-hmm. it's it's not about how we can make ourselves righteous because we can never, ever do that. We have to go through this Mm -hmm. process with Mm -hmm. him to Mm -hmm. be more like him. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful thing, although Mm -hmm. it does hurt sometimes. Oh, it does. But if we have the perspective of the enemy is not really, in some ways, not really our enemy. 
He thinks he is, and so often we think he is, but he's really a, a tool of God to provide us with a greater purpose, with the greater purpose that we have, the, the knowledge of the greater purpose that we have. That is a powerful thought. Yes, it to is. To not so much think of him as, yes, he is our enemy, but what he does, mm-hmm. we can and God promises to mm-hmm. to turn that around for mm-hmm. our good. Yes. And he will use everything that's been mm-hmm. put to use against us for our good. Yes. That thought just really it's powerful. gives me rest yeah. mm-hmm. for my soul, mm-hmm. for my soul wounds mm-hmm. that are coming to mind even mm-hmm. as you're talking mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. And hopefully for our listeners' mm-hmm. soul wounds, mm-hmm. we pray that right now in the name of Jesus that he by his goodness and his sweet spirit in the way that he can do will bring things to mind, whether our listeners are driving in the car, sitting alone at home, wherever you are today, just as you're listening to Olivia's wisdom, this is overcoming with Olivia today because this woman has spent the time in process with a holy God And it's because of spending that time that she's able to bring this wisdom to us today. This, my friends, is power for all of us. And it removes the fear of the enemy from my heart. Mm -hmm. It removes the threat of what he wants to hold over me Mm -hmm. as I think about the thought that the enemy is just a tool in the hands of God. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm What else would you want to share with somebody that's listening that needs a soul wound kind of healing? Pay attention to how you feel, how you feel in relationships. Mm. What relationships do you have conflict with? Are you disappointed in God? That's a big one because there's so many because we don't understand what's happening we don't understand that the enemy you know some so many people have been abused all of us have mm-hmm. in some way and and it's like god where were you yeah you know and so we we lash out at god or we end up being angry with him or we end up being disappointed with him because we can't afford to realize that we're angry with right. him and it's important to realize if we have anger at him right. we need to look at where's that anger coming from right. because anger is a secondary emotion not a primary one, and wow. there's something important underneath it. Will so, you repeat that again about anger? Yes, anger is a secondary emotion, not a primary emotion. It is a reactive emotion. It is something that is hiding or covering up some vulnerability underneath that we don't want to face. And if we, and we've got to face our internal world. We've got to look inside and allow those things that fear has entrapped inside us. The first thing that happened after in the garden, after the disobedience, was they, they were afraid because they realized that they had been wrong and they were afraid. And that was what introduced sin into this world. The and then the shame. And then immediately the shame. Yeah, came. Exactly. Immediately came. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we have talked about this series of overcoming with Olivia. That's what we're calling it <laughs> because that is what we want to do. And we want our listeners to be able to live a more victorious life. Mm-hmm. And I am writing a note right here. I want you to come back and talk yes. about being disappointed with God because yes. I know that I would be ministered to mm-hmm. in that myself. Right. And I know that there are so many people mm-hmm. who 
need to know about that. So I feel like I just wrote that down and y'all, we're going to have her back next time. And we are going to talk about that very thing because I feel very led that that is what we're supposed to talk about. One of the things that, you know, you have been saying is that through all of this, that we get this, this soul wound and we get this healing, you know, we're looking for this healing through God. Uh, to come back to God through this mm-hmm. through him process mm-hmm. and the process the adversary uses effectively reveals to us what it is in us that needs to be dealt with at the cross. Yes. You wrote that in your notes. And I'm going to repeat mm-hmm. that the process the adversary uses effectively reveals to us what it is in us that needs to be dealt with at the cross. Mm-hmm. And those are those indicators mm-hmm. that you're talking about right. that we need to watch for. Mm-hmm. What's another practical tip that you could tell us real quickly about how we can be on the lookout. It it usually comes in relationships. God uses relationships to reveal the things that are in us. And because we're all so different. I mean, we're we're like snowflakes, we're like stars, we're like sand. You know, we're all different. We all have our our unique position in the in the kingdom of God. And when we are in relationship or when we have close proximity or or when, you know, I was at the bank the other day and I wanted to get in to take care of a a piece of business. And all of a sudden I realized, uh uh-oh, I'm angry that I can't get in right now. You know, and it's those things that indicate to us, okay, God, what is it that you want to show me now? But we've got to be willing to look Mm -hmm. inside us at the mm-hmm. depths that we are running away from. We're so busy. Don't you think the world today especially is so busy pointing a finger at others? That Absolutely. We really miss out on this intimacy that you're talking mm-hmm. about with the healing process that can take place within us. Mm-hmm. As we say soul wounds, we talk about this or we mm-hmm. talk about our need for healing. Mm-hmm. Many of the listeners might feel the same. Sometimes we equate that with a weakness and it's mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's like weak, meekness is not weakness, and the thing that we need to we need to realize that when we are gentle in spirit, that is not weakness. That is meekness, and so we we cover it up because we feel so vulnerable, and we don't feel empowered. But in our spirit, man, if we have received Jesus, we have the power of Jesus. We have everything already there. Olivia, we always hate to cut you off because yes. you have so much wisdom, but you know what is more important is I think that we want to pray over the listeners right mm-hmm. now to just seal up this time mm-hmm. and what we're doing. We want to remind them that they can connect with you and we will have mm-hmm. that in the show notes. They can connect with you at 949-233-9958 text by, by text. By text only and also at livecook at hushmel.com to get connected with you to get some mm. further healing can you pray for us uh mm. just over our listeners i sure would appreciate being able to do that and be happy to uh if we would take the courage and father we just ask that each one of us takes the courage to look inside and to see what's there that needs to be removed, not because we are ashamed or we're afraid, but because you want to cle- cleanse us and clear us and heal us. And so we thank you so much for taking care of each one of us, including our listeners, that you will take care of them and bring them to the place where they can know you in a different way and have more freedom in their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
I love that freedom. Latan, did you have any last thoughts? I do. As Livia was talking, I was thinking about how when we're talking about the feeling of this is a weakness, mm-hmm. we need to look at this as if the, the Lord wants to clear the land so that he can build a new structure within us. Mm-hmm. And I thought of the scripture verse from Matthew seven twenty four twenty five, and it's a verse that I teach at many conferences. Therefore, anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house upon the rock. Mm-hmm. And when the rains come down and the winds blow and beat against the house, it will not fall mm-hmm. because it has its foundation on the rock. Mm-hmm. And so I love this conversation for my own personal life. It was so healing for me, and I pray it is for the listeners also. I know it will be. So thank you, Olivia. You're welcome. Thank you so much for being with us, Olivia. Listeners, we are going to have Olivia back for more of Overcoming with Olivia. And next time we're going to talk about being disappointed with God because I want to hear about that. I'm going to be a little selfish. And we are so grateful to have you listening to our show, Real Victory Radio, today. Thanks for being with us, Amy, Elaine, and Latan, and Olivia. We all are just saying thank you. We love you guys. We appreciate you. Yes, and would you guys go to realvictoryradio.org and check out the Victory Movement. We are listener supported and we would love for you to join our tribe and become part of the Victory Movement to help keep Real Victory Radio on the air in 2021. We just want to encourage you to go courageously and live victoriously. Thank you for making Real Victory Radio part of your day. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio. 94.7 FM, The Word.